Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. First of all, Alex, good morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning, Sid. How are you? I'm doing well. Good to have you back. That's uh, that's a, a, a great story. I don't know if people realize that on that awful day back on October the 7th. And how do I know all this? Tell you how, folks. I read JNS.org every morning. JNS.org. 42 French people were murdered that day. And I believe they, they still have maybe two or three hostages. So the French were affected as well. But what a job by him, Macron, stepping up, yes? Uh, yes. Uh, we're definitely still worried about uh, France's policies uh, with regard to Israel yeah. in, in Gaza, where where they continue, where they put sanctions on uh, residents in Judea and Samaria, places where you visited, uh, you know, where they have said that it wouldn't be a taboo for them to uh, recognize the creation of a Palestinian state, which would be the abandonment of the land for peace formula and just give them land formula uh, without peace in return. And and also with regards to uh, the war in Lebanon, because France has uh, better contacts with the Lebanese government than any other country, uh, and you know they're not uh, they, they're trying to avoid all-out conflict, but but they're not getting Hezbollah to, to move their position to a place where it'd be safe for Israelis to go back to their homes. So it sounds like while Macron gets some credit for this medication deal. That you know, the bigger picture, the larger scheme for folks who are not all that caught up, France, uh, France, I should say, continues to be a very big problem for Israel. Yeah, France and, and the UK and the US all seem to be coordinated in their their strategy uh, with regard to uh, Israel and the ongoing conflict. On the one hand, the Macron and Rishi Sunak and Biden all came to Israel, you know, put their flags next to the Israeli flag, uh, seemed to agree with Israel's position that Hamas needed to be removed from power. But it seems as though 138 days into the war that they're getting more and more frustrated uh, with Israeli positions and are putting much more pressure on Israel, uh, even behind the scenes, than, than is being put on in public got to explain this to me, because I'm not that smart. I'm really not. Um, again, I, I always say this, but it's true. I'm not that far removed from breaking down Eli Manning against the Redskins, you know. So when the U.N. tries to put together the ceasefire deal, and the Americans veto it, the Americans go, we got our own plan. Okay. Let's say all these groups come up with all these plans, right? At the end of the day, at the end of the day, doesn't Bibi Netanyahu get to do whatever he wants, no matter what plan America comes up with, ceasefire and hostage negotiations and all these plans everybody's working on? Is it still not Bibi's war? Well, it is Bibi's war, but when you when you think about these other plans and recognizing Palestinian statehood, if the international community decides all of a sudden that all of Judea and Samaria, which is all the places where every story in the Bible took place, Jews are called Jews because they're from Judea, but the rest of the world doesn't want to call it Judea. They want to call it the West Bank, so it sounds like 
the Jewish people are not the indigenous people. When it's harder to do that if you call it Judea, because then everybody understands that. If they recognize Palestinian statehood in the West Bank, in Judea and Samaria, now all of a sudden the Israeli military is operating inside another country, right? So then Israel has basically attacked this other country. If it has Jewish residents living over there, you know, so do they pay taxes to a Palestinian state? Like, how does that work? Uh, And and we're seeing now with the executive order that was passed by the White House uh, just about a week ago or 10 days ago, which is now putting sanctions on what they call violent Israeli settlers um, or anybody that opposes U.S. policy on Palestinian statehood uh, in Judea and Samaria. What what you're going to see is that the whole international community will say that Israel's not playing along. It's it's violating a U.S. form. Policy, British foreign policy, and they can start to sanction, uh, brutally sanction the state of Israel, and shut it off from the international banking system, or remove investments. They, they can really penalize Israel a lot, and I, I think that that's what the plan is. Oh, my God. So, you know, I remember really distinctly, Alex, we started this relationship again Monday, October the 9th. Noam Layden, thank you, Noam. He introduced you to me. I put you on the air. I needed somebody live in Israel. You've been coming on live ever since. You gave me your studios. We had a beautiful Shabbat dinner in my family at your house in Jerusalem with Sippy and your beautiful children. And now you and I are very, very close. But I remember early on that uh, you came on after Biden spoke to the country and you said, yeah, yeah, he did good. I mean, we we feel like the United States is behind us. And almost every conversation we have, I feel compelled, I'm sorry to remind you, that even back then I said, no, 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 no. Don't, no, don't confuse the issue. This guy, he ain't your friend. And I think we're almost at the point now, five months later, where you wholeheartedly agree, 100%. Well, if you would have asked me on October 6th, I probably would have agreed with you on that day also. Uh, but what happened on October 7th, it necessitated the need for U.S. support. And the hope in Israel was that, uh, yes, there's been a lot of pressure on Israel and uh, the policies towards Israel have actually led to the moment that was October 7th. But that the hope was there might be a mea culpa and that the United States would agree ultimately, that uh, they need to support Israel with everything that they have in this war against Hamas. Now, as and we were all hoping that that would be the case, and the early signals were positive. Um, since that time, you know, we've seen they kind of are reverting back to where I was analyzing on October 6th, that, again, they're pushing policies which are going to be very, very harmful uh, to the Jewish state, even as they provide us weapons to, to fight against Hamas. You know, I sent you a story yesterday from the Wall Street Journal, and it was about Rachel Goldberg. And, and Rachel's been on this show now twice, but uh, you did me a huge favor and got her into the studios. I met her because of you in your studios in Jerusalem about a month ago, and she sat with me for about a half hour, and I love her, you know. And her son, Hirsch, is um, at the very least still a captive if he's still alive. God, God bless him. And I sent you the story from the Wall Street Journal, and you sent me back... I can't imagine these people's pain. And we're hearing more and more every day about more and more bodies that Hamas has. They're not alive, but Israelis always want the bodies back. They take that very, very seriously. So Hamas, we go from hostages to, well, we've got the body. So what is the widespread thought on these hostages? How many most people think are still alive and 
How off are the numbers in the media? Well, I mean, the official count of remaining individuals that were kidnapped on October 7th that haven't yet been returned is, is 136. Uh, and it is being reported that, that probably at least 30 of them for sure uh, is known are, are not alive. And chances are that uh, even many more of those 30 are not alive. However, we are pretty certain that uh, many of the hostages are still alive and Israel recovered uh, too in a daring military operation last week, which was was very exciting, gave a lot of hope uh, to all Israelis. But the reason why we believe that uh, many of the hostages are alive is because these are the last bargaining chips that Hamas's leadership has. And he was speaking to uh, certain ministers in the Israeli government and in the war cabinet. They told me that they are hopeful that uh, there might be some kind of plan uh, to trade hostages and allow some senior leadership of Hamas to to go to surrender and go into exile mm. and essentially end the war. So I know, but you know, like, like uh, uh, but I know you're hoping, but like when I watch uh, TV, not to compare this to TV because this is very real and very scary. But you talk to the hostage just to make sure the hostage is alive, and they put the they put the hostage on for one minute, and they go, "Oh my God, come get me!" And then the bad guys come back on the phone. I mean, have we talked? And it's one, I know Hamas says they've got them, so they've got some leverage, they've got some bargaining power. But have we talked to these hostages? How do you know they're alive? Yeah, so. Most of them, there hasn't been any kind of contact. Right. But, but again, but again, the the rescue of two hostages last week, you know, is an indication that there there are hostages alive. Well, I do where think well, where do we think they are? Is, is this the whole thing about Rafa? Again, those two hostages that you uh, mentioned twice now, or in Rafa, and we know that Biden told Bibi flat out, "Do not go into Rafa. Don't do it." And Bibi did it, and they rescued two hostages. It was a day of the Super Bowl. And the meme was, how's that for an effing touchdown? Uh, Biden looks like a moron. So is it fair to assume that the rest of these hostages are there in Rafa? Yes, uh, most likely in, in Rafa and also in Khan Yunus. Uh, Israel did go into Rafa to to raid the place where the hostages uh, were, were located, but the, Israel hasn't. Uh, launch a major military offensive inside Rafa yet. 